Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline now. We're joined by national correspondent Rory O'Neill and a new major national poll comes out when it comes to all of Americans' different attitudes about the election, the Middle East, the economy. Uh, Rory, good morning. What are we learning about kind of the pulse of the American public? Andrew, good morning. So we are seeing a big change in some of these presidential election numbers in this Quinnipiac University poll. Right now, they have Joe Biden defeating Donald Trump 50 to 44 percent. Now, just last month in the last Quinnipiac poll, the race was considered a toss up with both men at 47 percent. What they measured in this poll was a big drop off in support among women and the gender gap may be widening. So this may be a red flag uh, for the Trump campaign moving forward. Now, in a head to head matchup with Joe Biden and Nikki Haley, it's Haley who comes out on top, 47 percent to Joe Biden's 42 percent. So uh, look for the Haley campaign to be touting this poll as it tries to continue its fundraising efforts ahead of the primary in South Carolina. Does the poll give any breakdown, uh, for instance, in, uh, you know, uh, heritage trends, you know, for instance, you know, Latinos or black Americans? Uh, I don't know if it went by heritage. Uh, Obviously, it went by gender, but I haven't seen it by they do it by men, women and political party. Got it. Uh, in the meantime, uh, as we're talking about the election, some have been spinning some conspiracy theories that Taylor Swift might weigh in on the election and what that would do. Uh, you've been looking into that as well. Is it not crazy? Social media has been exploding, I think, for about 72 hours now over this wacko conspiracy theory that somehow Taylor Swift is going to endorse Joe Biden at the halftime of the Super Bowl and that the NFL rigged all the games in conjunction with Pfizer uh, in order to get this matchup with the Chiefs and 49ers. Uh, Also that this moment can happen and the fake relationship they say with Taylor and Trap. Oh my God. (laughs) Social media has just been nuts over all this stuff and there's no one around to smack people upside the head and say, knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> Get back to your senses. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got a lot of, you know, armchair, you know, travel agents now trying to do that math on if Taylor, who has a concert in Japan, could make it back in time for that Super Bowl in Las Vegas. It's it's just all becoming a little too much. Well, yeah. And it's just they're using now the pretext of the Super Bowl and Travis and Taylor to then go off on these offshoots. And then it's all about how the Pfizer is a sponsor. And then how about the carbon footprint of Taylor flying back from Tokyo to Vegas? And it's just, oh, it's exhausting. You just say, look, these are two young people. They're not that young anymore. These are two people in a relationship that has nothing to do with your life. (laughs) Yeah, this is, yeah, it's just two individuals trying to be happy for each other. And I don't know. I mean, I think there could have been other, you know, celebrities that made it to the Super Bowl as far as fandom that would have been just as equally entertaining, but that's a topic for another day. Colin Coward had some great commentary earlier this week. He pointed out that, you know, we all say, oh gosh, the NFL keeps showing Taylor Swift at these games reacting. She got like 25 seconds of total airtime in the last game out of a three and a half hour broadcast. You know, it's 25. How many times have we seen Jack Nicholson or Leonardo DiCaprio at Lakers games? Back in the day, Johnny Carson down at Wimbledon. I mean, you see this all the time, but because it's a woman, suddenly the scrutiny, the scrutinization is a bit different.
Mm, indeed, I, she's a superstar. Let's be honest. All right, Rory O'Neill, thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks. Talk to you soon.